Back with us, John Morris Show on this Thursday. As promised, we are joined by Baylor soccer coach Paul Jobson. Coach Jobson about to begin his ninth season here at Baylor and looking forward to it. Practice is already underway. A couple of exhibition games and then the regular season begins two weeks from tonight. Welcome in uh, Coach Jobson from uh, around uh, the complex there at Betty Lou Mays Field. Coach, appreciate you being on with us. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's crazy we're uh, getting going here and crazy to hear how many days and are, are less until we have an actual match. But we're, we're excited and it's great to be talking with you because that means we are rolling. <laughs> That's right. How about this one? How sobering is this? One week until your first exhibition game. How about that? Yeah, let's go, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Stepping right into it and get, getting going. But I know that you know, this time last year, you know, we were sitting around wondering you know, when we were going to play. Uh, and then had you know about a month before we played our first match. There was some good and bad to that, obviously. But you know, right now, I think we're really excited to to get out and play some soccer against some some other opponents. How how different is it this year compared to last year? And how great is it, you know, to be face to face and your teams together and all of those things that you know? I guess we all took for granted up until last year. Yeah, you know, I'm sitting here looking at at some things, and you know, we've got I think 27 on our roster uh 15 of those players have never been through a real season wow um so you know we had a big freshman class last year and added a few more this year so there's you know half the team that doesn't know what a, a two-game week two games in a week looks like you know yeah yeah so, and they're not used to the short turnaround but there's some excitement to that too but yeah i mean we, we've taken you know one of the things that we've said kind of coming into this is that you know when there is you know i hate to say tragedy but there's some tragedy involved and it kind of wakes you up a little bit. I think it does uh, help you realize what you have taken for granted. I think a lot of us said that through COVID. It's kind of sharpened us a bit to know what are the things that really are important to us and what isn't. And I think these girls coming back, you know, that have the experience of, of having had, you know, a 20-game season and playing two games in a week, uh, you know, realize the experience that we missed out on uh, over COVID. So those girls are definitely excited about it, uh, getting back to back to normal and just being able to be more together as a community. Part of that is uh, I think you've got three uh, players back. Uh, Jen Want, your goalkeeper, is one of those that would have been finished, you know, with their Baylor career, but you've got them back for another year. Yeah, you know, we always say in our industry we get kids right where we want them and then they graduate. You know? <laughs> so we're fortunate to have, uh, you know, Jen, Jen Want, Sarah Norman, and, and Ashley Henderson, who's now Ashley Askinus, by the way. Oh, okay. Back. So if you see a new name on the roster, it's new name same face so we're excited to have those three back uh veteran leadership you know all three leaders that play you know goalkeeper center back center mid just right up the spine of our field um just kind of anchoring us down with a lot of you know, a lot of youngsters around them so yeah definitely excited to have those those three back so with the marriage uh is this another of the uh betty lou mays uh, baylor ballpark uh, marriages it is. It is, isn't it? Going through the tried and true tradition of uh, <laughs> Baylor baseball and Baylor soccer and holy matrimony. <laughs> how, how many of those? I mean, we've had a bunch of these lately. Well, we can go back to Cody Hall at least. There you go. As far as yep. my mind goes back yep. to, to figure that out. And but Jenny. Yeah, it, uh-huh. And yep, absolutely. So we've got uh, <laughs> got quite a few over over the years. So That's I think we pretty need good. To get together for. Uh, our alumni weekend we need to we need to coach rod and i need to get together to get our alumni weekend together that's exactly yeah, exactly you need to schedule that on the same weekend that's, <laughs> that's right. really fun that we is really our events obviously so that they can rotate the children amongst the 
exactly. <laughs> That's a good call. Um, what do uh, I think we talk about this each year when when you start practice? You're you're sort of handicapped by I guess it's the NCAA. I don't know. It's the way the rules are uh, that you can't be around your student athletes over the summer. Um, you know, I think about Coach Drew and the basketball guys. They're here. They're working out. They don't play till October, but you can't be with your girls uh, until practice starts, which was this week. Uh, is there any uh, progress and maybe changing that as we move forward? Well, I hope so, and I hope one of the things that comes out of all the, the COVID is, you know, the health and wellness piece that, you know, the NCAA says they really care a lot about, but I think they pick and choose the rules that, you know, that they put forward with that. Our girls were definitely at a health and wellness detriment when you give them a plan over the summer and you're not allowed to check in with them to make sure that they're okay. You can't watch them train. We can't work with them on campus. Um, you know, they get here in July, and our strength coach can work with them, but there's no soccer skill going on until – you know, August 2nd, and then we play an exhibition on the 12th. So, you know, it's ready or not, here we come. There is a lot of responsibility on their shoulders to get done what they need to during the summer. Some do, some don't. But, you know, I don't think we put our kids in the best situation to be successful by, one, not allowing coaches to work with them or, you know, starting our season so early. But, you know, if you push it back, then you're running into, you know, Christmas and winter and, and whatnot. But, you know, a few hours, we're not looking for 20 hours a week like mm-hmm. we get during the season. But if we had, you know, four or eight hours in a week just to check in with them to make sure that they're healthy and and able to move appropriately and stay in fit i think we put them in a better place to be successful man i would think so also paul jobson with us baylor soccer coach uh what 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 do your girls do over the summer what's a normal summer i mean uh are they playing all summer they take a break and then gear back up what's it like yeah you know this summer was a little bit different only because you know our season extended through the spring last yeah. year you know so we we didn't even have kind of a, a regular spring either we played real matches um in the spring so they shut down probably a little bit more um than they normally would at the beginning of the summer just because of how heavy and intense things were running through the end of the spring but you know they left here and, and went home and you know some have internships and they're balancing that with their their training regiment they have a training plan that they to stick to some will join a team for the summer some are familiar with you know the summer baseball league right and similar with soccer um, around the country and someone will do that and someone just go home uh, and train with their former club teams and club coaches to and work with per- personal trainers um, doing private lessons and whatnot so everybody has a different plan and we talk about it before they leave what's going to be the best avenue for them to be you know the most ready when they show up gotcha and is that i mean like first day of practice that's what you have to determine right all right what kind of shape are you in uh, is that kind of one of the first orders of business when you get going yeah, the first thing we do is we run a you know we run a fitness test to see where everybody's fitness level is. I mean, everybody that knows soccer knows that soccer is a running sport. It's 90 minutes. There's no timeouts. There's you know a break in the middle, you know, 245s. But you know our kids are average you know, six, seven, some some kids nine miles in a game. Wow. Um, and it's it's not just long distance running. It's stopping and starting and moving. So you know they have a plan over the summer to get them to a certain point on a fitness test. We want to see them at that we think will set them up to be successful to then then get soccer fit. Uh, once they arrive so we've got to get to a point where we've got about 90 percent where they need to be and then we take the next week or two to get them the last 10 percent so that they're ready to to play 90 minute matches 
Paul, last year uh, you had so many freshmen, I think, was it six freshmen starters last year, and, and you referred to it as a mulligan season, you know, with, uh, yep. I mean, the results count, but uh, it was so so off uh, with partial fall schedule, partial spring schedule, and then everybody gets an extra year even out of that. Uh, with so many young players, uh, can that work in your favor that they basically, basically they got a free year, their first year here at Baylor with the coach? COVID year yeah and I you know I refer to it as a as a mulligan and that you know it, it, it the, the results absolutely counted but as an individual you know if you take a swing on the golf course you take a mulligan you're going to learn from that swing and get back to go back to do it again so these players got a fair chance to play games that really mattered against opponents that were amazing right we played a big 12 schedule in the fall and then played some great teams again in the spring we got some real experience um, and then, but didn't count towards their four years. So they're going to get, you know, five years of soccer. So while they're coming in really as a freshman on the soccer field, you know, on the roster, they're, they're considered maybe a first year soccer player. They're coming in with a full year of experience. So, you know, every team has that, obviously. But I think the fact that we were starting six of our freshmen, uh, they're coming in basically as, as sophomores uh, with, with four years of experience left uh, in their career. So we're excited about that. They got some great life lessons. Um, and soccer lessons during during our year of COVID, and I think it's prepared them to to be ready. It'll be a little bit different. Obviously, they've got to be able to perform two games in, in a week instead of one. Um, but I think there's some, some excitement to that. You tell an athlete, "Hey, you get to play more games." They're going to get excited. You know, when I think back on last year, I mean, the record will show, and it's in the record books, 3-3-3 three, three, and three was how you finished. But I remember all those double overtime matches that you had last year. What, was it your first four of the year last year were double overtime? Yeah, something like that. And that's pretty standard with, with Baylor soccer over the, the years that we've been here. We're an overtime team. And uh, so, so yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's what it was. We, 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 like, we like playing. So I think what we talked about during that time was that so we're not playing as many games. We're going to play as many minutes as possible. All right, let me ask you this. Uh, so you're the first program for sport at Baylor to get going. So you're the first coach we get a chance to talk to, really. Football begins practice. The other football gets uh, practice going tomorrow. Uh, with all of the uh, realignment news that's out there in Texas and Oklahoma apparently leaving us uh, and heading to the SEC, how do you do you address that with your team? How do you address that? And what do you think you know the season might be like? You know, with Texas no use still in the Big Twelve this year. Yeah, we haven't really talked about it as a team. I mean, there's some individual side conversations uh, amongst some players who are more curious than others. You know, obviously the some of the older players it won't affect them, uh, but some of the younger ones it, it may. And then of course on the recruiting trail you're getting questions. But you know, ten years ago we went through something pretty similar. Um, and, and, you know, Baylor came through that really, really well, and we've had a ton of success post that last transition. So you kind of rely on your experience and, and look forward to not looking too far ahead to what's coming because we've got to be uh, in the moment and what we're doing and not be distracted by it. But I think it does raise the level of competition a little bit. You know, there's a little, you know, you have some, some bonds there with those teams that and, and some, you know, some competition that goes so far back that, uh, you know, you hope that those things can continue, but you know, we'll see where it lands. But um, you know, we've got to we've got to face this season where it is and do our best to to 
to put our best foot forward and win the conference no matter who we're, who we're playing. Yep, very good. All right, exhibition uh, at home on August 12th against A&M Corpus Christi uh, on the road at A&M August 15th, and then the season opener August 19th at Minnesota, two weeks from today. Uh, you got a lot of work to do. We're going we're to let you go. We're going to let you go back to work. But uh, appreciate your time this afternoon. Yeah, thanks, J-Mo. Always appreciate talking to you and looking really looking forward to having everybody back out at Penny this year. Yeah, us too. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. Thanks, J-Mo. Coach Paul Jobson with us, Baylor soccer coach. They are off and running with their preseason practices in this, the uh, 25th season of Baylor soccer. Program began in 1996, and uh, Baylor soccer was the first ever Big 12 championship program at Baylor. Uh, Randy Waldrum was the coach when Baylor won the Big 12 in 1998. And here we are uh, 25 years after the inception of the program and getting going again for the new season. August 12th, again, the X exhibition opener against Texas A&M Corpus Christi at Betty Lou Mays Field. And uh, as things stand right now, uh, Aaron, full capacity. Um, you know, right now, no reason to limit capacity at the Lou. So uh, that's going to be great to have fans back again. Yeah, it's going to be nice um, in every sport, you know, to, to, to see those fans. I mean, it, it was nice that we got to enjoy sports still last year, but it's just not the same, you know. I mean, I know the like the NFL and, and college football game broadcast piped in noises, you know, um, but it is not the same. <laughs> no, full stands and cheering and uh it makes a difference, you know. Yeah. It really does. Yeah, especially very much. for the home teams. Oh yeah, exactly. Exactly. And just to allow fans to come back, you know, that's gonna be big. We had we had limited fans last year for soccer, but uh should be full go hundred percent at Betty Lou Mays Field again this year. Appreciate Coach Jobson being on with us. They are right now uh so they do a morning practice, he said about seven AM which actually, weather-wise, uh, you know, this week has been really nice at 7 a.m. They do an evening practice about 6.30 and a little, little warm, but not as warm as it has been in years past. And then they have a uh, uh, in-the-locker-room uh, in study session in the middle of the day. So uh, two practices on the field, three total, as they get their preseason camp underway this week. Take a break. Back with more in a moment. Wrap things up. Uh, look ahead. Share some birthdays with you all that when we come back john morris show from the alan samuels studios returns in a moment here on espn central texas